Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Guidance Through Grace by Tina. I wanted to today touch the subject of why. I have always been asked a lot by a lot of people, why? Why do I believe God is real? Why do I believe um, in Jesus Christ? Why do I walk the way I walk? Why do I talk the way I talk? Um, Why? And I get my why from basically walking the 34 years of my journey in life. Um, the things that I've been through. Um, I believe that uh, time, time teaches you, um, the world teaches you basically that God is real. God is, is, is life. It's as is, is real as you and me is walking as living human beings on this earth. When I was a little girl, I, again, like I stated, I, I went through some things and um I believe my story of getting here is prayer. Um, I believe that my great aunt prayed for a truth to be revealed. And in the midst of that, I am here. (laughs) I am currently right now uh, researching and I... I want to do a documentary on it and as like, you know, you can't, you, you, we all ask for the truth of things and we hear someone tell a story and like, oh, they got to be telling the truth. I I know they're telling the truth. They got to be telling the truth. Or you fight with, oh, they lying. It's always two sides to a story and that, and that is completely true. That is like the most honest thing ever that people can really say is that there is two sides to a story. I feel as though as I write um, the book Guidance to Grace, people are going to say, oh, she's lying. Um, You know, especially my family. Well, my family anyway, because that's all that know. And they're going to say, oh, she's lying. She's not telling the truth about what she's been through and where she's been. And So this is my way of saying, walk with me. Walk with me. Walk with me as Jesus walked with me. And that's how I know he is real. I was 11, about to turn 12 when I first ran away from home. And I slept at my elementary school um, on a bleachers. um, Well, I'm sorry, on a bench. And when I was sitting there, I was so scared. Like, I was so, so afraid. I didn't know what was going to happen. I was an 11-year-old little girl sitting on a, with a backpack, looked like a runaway, looked like a little kid, just sitting there in the middle of the night. And I was just so scared. And... The more fear that came was the simple fact that a guy had walked past and it's, again, the middle of the night. This is about 12 o'clock in the morning. And he walks past. And I pray. I start praying. I was like, please, Lord, cover me. Please, Lord, be with me. Please, Lord, walk with me. Please, Lord, have me. Please make sure that I'm okay. Make sure I'm safe. Like, 
I'm a kid. I'm a kid. But things were so bad at home that I couldn't I couldn't stay. I had to I had to leave. I had no choice. You know, we we be taught choices and you do I did have a choice. However, I didn't have a choice. Either way, I it was just how what I was born into. Um, I feel as though we are always born into the sins of our parents. We carry the sins of our parents. Our parents have secrets. Our families have secrets. And for those of you that don't come from a dark past like that or been through the dark like that, you you probably wouldn't know. But just hearing from your friend point of view or from someone that you know that has been through some mighty, mighty storms and some mighty things like it's real. It's, it's so real. And I honestly just, I was, I was afraid. I was so afraid. And I seen him. He just, he was sitting beside me. I seen Jesus. He was, he came, he sat beside me and he said, I got you. Always. And I sat there and I, I started crying. I was just like, okay, okay, you know, okay. And I'm looking up in the sky and I'm like, he's real, okay, he's real. Like, you're here, you're, you're with me. And I'm just sitting there like, you've always been with me. Like, I've always known this. I just thought I was going crazy. I thought it was my imagination. I didn't know what it was. And he's like, it's me. I am he and he is I the most beautiful thing I had ever heard in my life of being 11 with no one like I had absolutely nobody at that time some guidance to grace I hope reaches everyone that is sitting in the dark that feel like it, they have nobody. No, you have no human flesh here on this earth. You got God. I promise you. You have God. You have Jesus. If you don't believe, you know, I feel like you will find a relationship in some kind of way, some form, somehow. He will connect with you. He will bring you in. It's just you have to be open to receiving it. You have to be able, be willing to hear it, to to understand it, to follow him. And then you will know and find truth in everything. My father, Father God says, I am an honest God. If my children try to reveal anything, anything, any truth, any truth they want behind anything in any part of their life I your father God the creator I am he and he is I who created you will reveal everything to you my child and I say <laughs> I say that is that is a that is an amazing God an amazing amazing God so, me finding my faith is 
the best thing I think has ever happened to me in my life of being here and walking this earth. I wouldn't, I questioned it and I wouldn't want to have it any other way. Welcome everyone to walk with me through Guidance to Grace. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Guidance to Grace with Tina. Um, I just want to say this Guidance to Grace is also for, is something for girls, little girls that are lost or they're stuck um, and things that happen to them that they think less of their self because they've been through it. Um, or guys, young boys that has also seen and or been through or felt the same things um, and feel stuck and feel like they can't come out of it. They don't have a way to come out of it. They don't know how to come out of it. I know what torture looks like. I felt torture. I know exactly what it feels like. I know what it feels like to be traumatized as a child, as a young kid, just not understanding, not knowing why at such a very young age. Um, when I was eight, I was chased around a house with a shotgun by a teenage boy and then I was raped and I was eight I felt at that time I had I died I felt like a part of me had died at that moment. I didn't want to get up. I didn't... I didn't want to continue walking life. I was, I was so confused, I was unsure what just happened, I was broken. And I argued with God. And I said, why? I'm a kid. Why am I going through all of this? I'm not supposed to see things like this and go through this.
And that's when the darkness started coming in. And I wondered. I continue to wonder. What his sister's life was like. Because she was my witness. And she fought alongside of me. To keep it from happening, but I think she was only like nine or ten. She was so young. And that's when I really understood Jesus' message as saying, sit, listen. And be a friend. And even though I went through that, I still wanted to see my friend. So we kept a friendship. But we also kept secrets. amongst each other. I think that the world and everyone is asking things to change, but and people to see each other, but where do we start? Like, where do you actually start to make these changes because you have people that are in a dark space that are in a, a dark place right now and they don't they don't have a, a way of knowing how to get out like they don't they can't see how to get out of it they can't see that little bit of light that People that has that can see. It is so sad. This world is so, so sad. My sister would tell me when I got older, um, I was about. 14, I believe. And she said, you know, if you continue to carry all of that pain with you, if you continue to hold it, if you continue to keep carrying those cries, it's all going to end up turning into anger. What she didn't know was at that moment, at that time, I was already silently angry. I was already angry. I just 
held it and carried it a different way. See, we, I'm going to say we because I am a parent as well. We're lacking the understanding of our children. Like how you were in middle school and you're having to carry so much weight already in middle school. Elementary kids, middle school kids, high school kids. Y'all have to carry all of that weight and to continue to carry it on until you're an adult to make that that choice. And then you have some kids that run away like I did. And like I said, when I said it, it wasn't all bad. And I know that God is real and God and Jesus is real and God is good. It's because through my bad times, he did show me those things. And he also taught me the purpose of what I've been through. When I was in a detention home, I've seen so many, so many girls, and I talked to amongst those that were there, so many that had been through what I was going through or had been through what I've been through or was walking through it at that moment of time. And they never under like they never understood me. They never understood like why I never really had an opinion and why I just sat there and why I just listened. And it was because I was being a friend. Because I would see so many of them angry. But then when we have our moments and our times alone and we would be able to become friends and actually talk, I knew their pain. I knew what they was going through. I was just also asked um, about the babysitter because I cut the story off and I didn't tell the whole story of the babysitter. So, um, I did cut it off and I cut it off for a reason because, uh, you know, the ending of it would be in the book. It'll be, you know, I'll tell you the whole story. So, <laughs> but however, um, I will tell you that was one of my teaching moments of my babysitter. Um, and having that moment, with God and Jesus and learning at that point in time and learning of prayer. And what I did was I prayed. I continued to pray. I prayed, Lord, please don't place this lady on my path or please don't place this lady on my path, um, on her path, place me on her path anymore. And I continued to pray that and I was, um, I continue, I just continued to pray that prayer and what happened was about a month or two later she had died and I don't say like I'm not trying to say like oh that is God's punishment and like his way or he's just gonna everybody's just gonna die whoever you pray for Um, I'm not saying that what I'm saying is 
I just prayed to stay off of her path and she stay off of my path. And I prayed that she would to hurt anyone again um, or do anything like that to anyone again. And she had passed. The sad, the sadness of it is because I believe she passed without, like, I hope that she was able to see that and that her passing was coming to had changed at that moment. But I feel sad if she didn't, if she didn't see that change and she passed on to not knowing and not being saved and not knowing God at that moment of time or not asking for forgiveness and a change and had changed at her heart. Um, I just, I think that's, that would be really sad because I do believe in the two difference of heaven and hell and how I feel it on earth of hell is how I actually believe that that is how hell really is. And the way I vision it on earth is heaven. I believe and seen it like in my way of walking. I believe that's how it actually is. Um, that's why I'm saying, I, you know, I could be wrong. However, no one is always right on how they think um, and what they believe. But I believe that way. And I think that if you don't know and, you know, you don't try to build a relationship with God or try to build a relationship with Jesus or whatever you believe in that is like the most high in power of how it is um, and asking for forgiveness of of your sins and secrets and you know everything that you carry or whatever you carry with you that's heavy or ask for um, be thankful for the things that you do have if you're not in a position like that and be grateful um, you know I think that is, I really, I think that is real. I, it, being a kid and going through all of that, and then I just think about the kids that were not able to, that the kids that have committed suicide and killed themselves before they, they have even been able to live and see the world. Or adults that's killing themselves and killing their children at the same time because they don't see it. Because they don't feel it. Because they don't think it. Because it's so hard. Because they're alone. And they try to watch TV and they try to listen to the shows and they, they try to do everything else. But they feel like you really don't know like what they're going through, what they're suffering with. You don't know. Because that's all they know. This world is a very beautiful place. It is amazing. It is amazingly created. The birds, the trees, the way the wind blows, the sky the clouds, everything about it is so beautiful. Even the people, 
the different races of people is what makes it so creative. Because this person has their ideas, and then this person's ideas is different, but it's put together, it's an amazing idea. When they when we come together, we make amazing point of views, we make amazing ideas. And we survive, we get through any and everything. And I know we will survive this. I know it for a fact if we come together. If people believe and have hope. And help others and try to save. This too shall pass. Is what he always tells me when I walk through my original world and my original life of this too shall pass and it does. It passed. And he moved you to greater. It's just us not understanding. Us trying to figure out what is real, what is fake. Us holding so much pain. Us causing so much pain. I don't want my children to see a world like that. I don't want my children to see a world like this and they already are. So I decided, why not let me start with what I've done, what I've carried what I've caused, my pain. And understanding my story, my purpose. Follow me on Guidance to Grace. Till next time, y'all.